One thing our family loves is sitting by a campfire or just a fire in our backyard and roasting marshmallows to make s'mores. Are you with me? But those fires can get hot and sometimes um, to get the fire going, you kind of lean in and blow on kind of at the bottom of the fire. And this summer I did that and my eyelashes actually got a little bit singed. They all went curly on me <laughs> and it didn't hurt and I was okay, but, um, but it was worth it to sit by the cozy fire. Well, today we're going to hear about a fire that wasn't so cozy. I'm Ruth, and I'm glad you're joining me today on Audacious Arrows, where we are becoming recklessly bold men and women of faith through the power of God's Word. Last time, we left off with a bit of a cliffhanger. King Nebuchadnezzar had built this huge 60-cubit-high statue of himself and required everyone to bow down and worship him. And as you remember, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego weren't about to bow down. And so the consequence was they were going to be thrown into this fiery furnace. And they went to Nebuchadnezzar and they said, If this be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But if not, be it known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. Now, this is a story that if you go to Sunday school or have read a children's Bible, you become very familiar with it. And and we know the ending, so it's not as exciting anymore. But I want you to imagine as we read this story that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did not know the ending of this story. They knew it was very possible. They had faith that their God could deliver them from the burning fiery furnace. They didn't have any idea of how he was going to do that or if he was going to do that. And they were confidently and boldly going to obey God's commandments, not to bow down to an image, not to worship any other God. They were going to confidently obey that even if it meant they were going to die. And in this circumstance, it looked pretty certain that they were going to die. I can't imagine how terrifying that moment must have been. They're standing before probably one of the most powerful men in the world, King Nebuchadnezzar, and boldly telling him, we're not going to bow down. You can kill us. Our God could deliver us if he wants to, but no matter what, we are not bowing down. That is... That is some audacious courage there. All right, we're going to dive in. Today we're in chapter 3 of Daniel, and we're going to pick up in verse 19. So if you've joined us before, you hopefully have a bookmark in your spot. If not, Daniel is about two-thirds of the way through the Bible. We're going to find the big number 3, chapter 3, and then there are all these little verses, and you're going to go through and try to find verse 19. You can hit pause if you need some extra time to find it. Otherwise, let's dive right in. Then Nebuchadnezzar was filled with fury, and the expression of his face was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He ordered the furnace heated seven times more than it was usually heated. 
And he ordered some of the mighty men of his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and to cast them into the burning, fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their cloaks, their tunics, their hats, and their other garments, and they were thrown into the burning, fiery furnace. Because the king's order was urgent and the furnace overheated, the flame of the fire killed those men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men... Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego fell bound into the burning, fiery furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished and rose up in haste. He declared to his counselors, Did we not cast three men bound into the fire? And they answered and said to the king, True, O king. He answered and said, But I see four men unbound walking in the midst of the fire, and they're not hurt. And the appearance of the fourth is like a son of the gods. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the door of the burning fiery furnace, and he declared, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out from the fire. And the satraps, the prefects, the governors, and the king's counselors gathered together and saw that the fire had not had any power over the bodies of these men. The hair on their heads was not singed, their cloaks were not harmed, and no smell of fire had come upon them. Nebuchadnezzar answered and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and delivered his servants who trusted in him, and set aside the king's command, and yield up their bodies, rather than serve and worship any god except their own god. Therefore I make a decree any people, nation, or language that speaks anything against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be torn limb from limb, and their houses laid in ruins, for there is no other God who is able to rescue in this way. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Wow, what an amazing story. It's one of my favorites. Some observations. One, like we said before, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego didn't know the end of the story like you did. They fully expected that they would probably die. They knew that God was able to deliver them, and they had faith in that. But they were committed to obeying God's word, even if it meant death. And it looked like certain death for them. Look at God's miraculous rescue of these men. They didn't just merely survive the fire. They came through it totally untouched. They didn't even smell like smoke. The hair on their heads was not singed. There is a verse in the Bible that talks about that God numbers every hair on your head. God cares about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego so much that he doesn't even allow a hair on their heads to be singed. This is amazing. And who was this fourth person walking around? There's some different ideas about this. Um, Nebuchadnezzar sees a fourth man walking in the midst of the fire. And he says that the appearance of the fourth is like a son of the gods. Later, Nebuchadnezzar says that um, God has sent his angel and delivered his servants. So there's some thought that maybe this is um, an angel I don't think it is. I think it is um, something called a theophany, which is, or a Christophany, which is an appearing of Christ before he was born. Um, 
the part of the reason I think that is because he sees him as a man walking around. And um, I think an angel looks different than that. Um, I think that Jesus himself was in the fiery furnace with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego rescuing them. And that just is amazing when I think about God and what a great God he is. And, you know, faith in him, God doesn't always, he doesn't always rescue in this way. Sometimes Christians do die for their faith, but God always rescues them after death. There's eternal life and he is able to rescue them in this, in this way. He is worth putting our hope in. Let's look at Nebuchadnezzar's response to them. He makes this decree that no one can say anything against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And then he promotes Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I'm always hopeful that Nebuchadnezzar will repent and put his trust and his hope and recognize that he needs a savior, but he just doesn't quite get there. The difference, I think, between Nebuchadnezzar and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego is that they put their trust, they have active faith, they're putting their trust in Jesus. They know that he will ultimately deliver them, and they know that in this moment, in this fiery furnace, he can deliver them. They're putting their hope in him. And Nebuchadnezzar acknowledges God, but he isn't putting his trust in him. So there's a little bit of a difference there. Let's take a minute and look at our memory verse for this week. Do you have it down? Have you worked on it? Daniel chapter 2, verse 20 and 21. Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, to whom belong wisdom and might. He changes times and seasons. He removes kings and sets up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. I think we've seen that verse in action in these last three chapters. God is the one who, to whom belong wisdom and might. He is sovereign over King Nebuchadnezzar and over all the happenings of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and Daniel so far. It's so great to read the Bible together. Make sure you and your parents follow me and are getting notifications so you don't miss a single Audacious Arrows episode. We'll see you next time.